folks. Welcome to the Seven Figure Network Podcast. My name is Melford Bibbins. Today, I'm joined by Rhiannon Newharth, who I'm so excited to talk to because we have some very cool stories to talk about. we got a weight loss story that we're going to talk about. We've got some growth stories we're going to talk about. And she's a fellow Floridian. And you guys know how much I love fellow Floridians. So, Rhiannon, thank you so much for being on the show today. I really appreciate you being here. Honored to be here. Thanks so much for the invite. So, I am not going to tell your story for you. I want to hear it from the horse's mouth. What got you into network marketing in the first place? All right. Well, that's going to date me a little bit. All right. So <laughs> I'm an old guy here, so don't worry. <laughs> I started network marketing when I was 18. Um, I had joined a company that my mom actually was in previously when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, I used the products, grew up with the products. And so um, I just thought it was like a natural thing. I just really started for the discount, right? Like yeah, yeah. a lot of people start for that. And at 18, totally wasn't into like, let's go do all the things. Right. But, um, I ended up coming back and rejoining. I took a break, you know, obviously I wasn't really Mm -hmm. actively working that. And then I rejoined and did something with that. And I pushed drinks and earned cars and, you know, all the things. And so, um, that's kind of was my foot in the door to really doing something with network marketing, not just getting a discount. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny that you said it was a natural progression for you. You know, it's, it's so often I interview folks and, you know, they've got kids of a variety of ages. You know, my kids are older, your kids are younger, but, you know, when you're raised in that environment of support, leadership, you know, taking hits and not having them ruin you, you know, it, it seems to build that next generation up so strongly. So is that how you felt? I mean, did you get to watch your parents go through the good, the bad, and the ugly of this industry and, and you still jumped in? So what, what was your thought pattern as far as that went? Well, for me, it was, you know, I, I saw my mom run another traditional business. So mm-hmm. she actually had a construction company and that's oh. where I her really thrive and succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, so for her, you know, the, the network marketing thing wasn't something she really stuck with, mm-hmm. but I was exposed to it, had continued use of products. We had family friends. Um, and that's who I ended up enrolling with was our family friend. Yeah. So knowing, you know, her, knowing her son, cause we were, you know, friends, we went to school together, mm-hmm. played, I was going to date me in 64, you know, all that stuff <laughs> way back in the day, um, lived down the street from each other, rode the bus together. We, we were basically family. Mm-hmm. And, um, so it wasn't a question of who it was. Okay. You know, like it, it just seemed like a natural thing to do with her because she was family. I trusted yeah. her. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. It, you know, I love the fact that your folks were classic entrepreneurs. Uh, a lot of times that sets a tone. And even if they didn't chase network marketing, they saw that it was a real business opportunity as a real business owner. And, you know, on this, on the show, we love to talk about, you know, B2B recruiting. We love to talk about folks who are already in the industry. So now I love hearing the stories of how it began with a kernel of entrepreneurship with your folks. So, so let, let's talk about growth now. You know, it's, you've been in the game for a long time. You've seen the ups and the downs. You've seen this industry take big hits. You've seen it go wildly successfully. You know, in these last few years, what have you been doing with your team specifically to get everybody to keep that growth pattern going when, you know, massive pivots, you know, going from belly to belly to online to hybrid to yada, yada, blah, blah. What, what's been your secret over these last few years to keep your team moving in the right direction? Well, to be honest, I have um, changed companies a, a few times during this myself because mm-hmm. I have um, grown as a person. And mm-hmm. when you grow your ideals change, and then you yes. see things that don't align with you and they mm-hmm. just, they're no longer a, a place that you want to be. You kind of outgrow mm-hmm. them in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, the last couple of years, especially was that time to really evaluate, like, this is not what I want. Right. Like, and I think it's not just in network marketing the last couple of years, especially it's 
people in general. They don't want to be told what to do, where to be, how to be 24 seven, right? They want to have the freedom. They've got a taste of that working at home and they want that they're hungry for it. And so, you know, when everything shut down, I was already in networking groups and doing that networking internationally mm-hmm. through those working organizations. And so nothing for me changed at that point, but it wasn't until I was like, I can't keep going on collecting a paycheck being somewhere I'm not happy. Yes. Right? That I no longer align with. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of us that have been in this industry <laughs> experienced that <clears throat> if not once, maybe a couple of times. And those people that haven't, good for you for finding something the first yes. shot that you absolutely align with. But there's many of us that as we grow, we we just we see things we don't want to be a part of. We see mm-hmm. things that we are like, oh, I like that. That resonates with me. And it, it pulls us in a direction to continue to grow. Mm-hmm. That I don't think is something that's talked about enough in this industry how to do it in a way that's a classy move yeah. instead of a, oh, be afraid, everybody block this person, you know, because that's yes. the small mindset that a lot of mm-hmm. people have. Yeah. And so I was in that spot and my mentors were both like, you know, stick with it, stick with it. But in my heart of hearts, in my gut, no matter how hard I tried, I could not continue where I was. Mm-hmm. And so I made a shift and that ended up being a detour into where I'm at now. And I've been where I'm at now for over a year and 99.9% of my team is international, which wow. has been amazing. <laughs> I've always dreamed of a huge, successful international team. Mm-hmm. And while I had international teams, you know, in my last business, I didn't have international teams coming in and just exploding, right? Like they would come in and do a little and then, you know, they'd fizzle out. So being able to be a part of that now and showing people the simplicity and, you know, everything that I'd looked for for years and everything I tried to create on my own, finally finding that for me and it was like, ha, this is it. This is, and it wasn't till, um, I'll be a hundred percent transparent because I feel like a lot of people, again, don't talk about this is in that time that I was like, do I stay or do I go feeling trapped by a paycheck? I really wanted to leave the industry for a while. I wanted to take a break. And one of my mentors was like, you know, I want you to sit down and write everything that this industry has done for you. And I said, okay. And I did that begrudgingly because I was so disconnected emotionally from the industry, I knew that it had done so many great things for me and my family. I knew that, right? Mm -hmm. I'd lived it. I'd experienced it. I'd help other people do it, but I was no longer emotionally connected because I was Mm -hmm. burnt out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Frustrated. And so, um, it wasn't until last month actually that I re-sat down, revisited that and started making that list again. Mm -hmm. And that fire, that passion, that excitement started coming back. And I was like, yes, time for myself to really sort through the chaos, figure out who I am, who I want to be, who I'm growing to be, and mm-hmm. how all these parts of me kind of fit together. Yeah. Because one thing that I think too, and this is just in general, not just network marketing, but you know, we all have some sort of trauma in our mm-hmm. life. And even in our businesses, we can have those traumas. People treat us a terrible way or, you know, a company shuts down or whatever that trauma may look like, a big T or a little T, right? that is different for everybody. Mm -hmm. And taking space for yourself is so important, not only for for you to continue to grow, but also to understand who you are, what you want, and what you want different, Mm -hmm. right? And how you want to treat yourself first. And one of the things as a, and you probably can resonate with this as a top leader, is if you don't have 
key focused, hard set boundaries, not only for yourself, but also for your team, you hit burnout. And that's Mm -hmm. what happened to me. I didn't have boundaries. I didn't know. I just was like, let's just do it all the time. And I joke now I'm a hustle culture dropout because I just, it doesn't align with me anymore. It doesn't. I don't like it. I want to be able to work when I want and enjoy what I love. Mm -hmm. And something that, you know, I was getting to, but you know, being in therapy. I think everybody needs to be in therapy for some reason or another. We've all experienced something, but something my uh, therapist said the other day is like, you know, there's parts of you that you need to give to everybody. You don't just need to focus Mm -hmm. on one thing because me, I love a new challenge. Mm -hmm. If you get in network marketing, you get in the flow and sometimes you just lose that challenge, right? Like it's like the norm. It becomes your every day. And I, I mean, I've created onboarding systems for other network marketing companies. I've, like, I've created bots. I've created like all sorts of different things, websites, mm-hmm. you know, everything funnels mm-hmm. because I enjoy learning something new and challenging myself. Yeah. So I kind of joke that I'm a jack of all trades, you know, written books, speaking, all this stuff. And people are like, oh my gosh, you've done all these things. And I'm like, yeah, because, because I like to like, <laughs> but the reason is not only because of the challenge, but if you do one thing and maybe somebody else can resonate with this, it's not just me. It's just a realization I've had recently with this conversation with my therapist was mm-hmm. all the parts of you can show up to the table. You don't have to do all the parts all the time. Yes. And if you focus on one thing while you hear that a lot in network marketing, yes, one business, totally. But you have a hobby or a passion or something you excel at. You should be showing up with all of you authentically, not just one thing to niche down and only focus on that. And that may be just, you know, my odd opinion going through this process, but it really helps me kind of go, you know, if I did this a couple of days a month, that would spark joy. It's kind of like the Marie Kondo, right? Of your own life. <laughs> Clear out the things you don't enjoy. Right. Spark joy, do it. And he's like, you don't have to do it every day, you know? Because that's what led me to burnout. No boundaries, no self-care, mm-hmm. yeah. all those things. And so anyway, that's that's a little bit about <laughs> you, you dropped a platinum nugget that few people like to talk about, but is so important in this industry. And that is if you feel yucky in your company, you, you got to take a step back. You know, and, and you did the classic Ben Franklin thing. You, you did your pro and con list. I don't, know how to, I don't know if you did the cons or not, but you did the pro, you know, the pro list. And, you know, we all know that you want to stick with your company. We all know that you started there in the first place, but if things don't feel right, you're not going to do well. You, you, you cannot, even if you've hit the pinnacle, you can't stay there if things don't feel right, because there's a reason things don't feel right. Weird stuff's happening that you don't have control over. If you had control, you'd feel right. If you're out of control by somebody else's measure, how are you not, how are you going to feel good? So thanks so much for saying that. It's a, you know, I guess like we, we tend to avoid that topic, you know, jumping from company to company. Oh, it seems so negative, but no negative is staying in a company that makes you feel bad. Yes. You know, because, because it affects your family, affects your income, affects between the ears. So I I really appreciate you saying that. That's fantastic. And, and now we were talking about the fact that you love developing the the technical end of it, you know, learning something new and doing that. So how about retention? We talked a little bit about growth. Let's talk about what has retention been like, you know, and particularly for you, because again, you just said something again, another amazing nugget, 99% international. I mean, my Lord woman, that's amazing. What's been the retention factor? Because obviously there's a massive shift between retention in the next town over compared to retention, you know, three continents away. How have you maintained retention with this 99% international team? 
Yeah. So the international team really started in October. Um, cause I really, I, in my other companies, I came in, I went to the top very quickly. Mm-hmm. I didn't waste time. I didn't have the option with my daughter's health and the things that we were dealing with. It was a do or die. Right. Mm-hmm. And when your back's against the wall, so to speak, you figure it out. Mm-hmm. And so for me going from, you know, hustle culture, to, you know, working through myself, working through the things I needed to kind of rediscovering who I am, what I wanted in this stage of life. Mm -hmm. Um, That changes too, right? Like our kids get older, things change. And that's something I don't think that people talk about either. Like you don't have to, you're not a tree, move yourself. Like, (laughs) you know, you're going to continue to grow like a tree and branch out. And if you're not, if you're stuck in a pot, you're not going to grow as well. Mm -hmm. So um, when it comes to you know, the retention of that, we're seeing people come in and they're just exploding their businesses mm-hmm. very quickly because simplicity. Gotcha. That's it. And that's what I've worked for. And that's what I paid for coaching for, for so many years, but was unable to do myself trying to set all this stuff up. So going to a place that, that was already there made it very easy. And it only takes one person. Mm-hmm. It only takes person because somebody that I knew from another, um, coaching program that, you know, had followed me because I'd done coaching with this other coach mm-hmm. and, um, she loved what he did. She's like, I stalked you for two years, Rhiannon. I was like, okay, I'm a little freaked out all of it. But <laughs> last year I posted something. Our friends have a Tesla and she came over and made it dance. Right. And so that, at that point, she came to me and it's like, oh my gosh, I have a Tesla too. Tell your friend to do this, 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 and this. And it'll like act a certain way. And so I reached out to her friend. I was like, oh my gosh, did you know your Tesla could do this? She's like, no, but I'm going to have to try those things now. So that's like really like where our open conversation started. And then mm-hmm. she came to me in October, was frustrated with her company mm-hmm. and was just like, listen, I need a new home. I am frustrated. Things are going on that I'm not happy about the, the common theme, right? Of why mm-hmm. we shift to a new location. Yeah. Um, and and she came in and blew it up and then her mm-hmm. team's just continuing to blow it up because of the simplicity. So that's great. You know, network marketing is just another business. If somebody ran, you know, any business and hated it, they'd, they'd walk away. They would start a new business. So it's, it's I, I love that. So how did you, so you said it was like, it was one person that helped you out with the international thing. How did you actually get this launch? Cause obviously when you're 99% international, you must be in several different countries where, where you doing, you know, um, Facebook outreach, where you're just doing the whole, you know, meeting people who live, yeah, how'd you do it? Everybody wants to know, how do I get a 99% international team? I mean, my Lord, if you could teach everybody that, <laughs> that's worth a hundred podcasts. <laughs> it's, it's always comes down to the one. It starts with one. That should be your theme anywhere. And it's not who do, who should I go hunt? I'm not a hunter. I don't, I don't like to hunt. I no. want people to come to me. Mm-hmm. I've always had a huge disdain for people that prospect other people's people. And it's so yucky and it's not something that aligns with me. And I'm just like, why? That makes the whole industry look like crap. Why would I do something like that? And my integrity is way too, (laughs) you know, important to me to, to do something like that. Mm -hmm. So when she came to me, then she started and then it was just a ripple effect. You know, who do you know? Who do you know? Who do you know? Who do you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, our company has just a a great referral system in place. Mm -hmm. And so that has been very helpful as well to massively explode things very quickly um, Mm -hmm. because of how things are set up. So just really, it starts with one person, but it also comes down to networking with people. You know, like I used to have that fixed mindset because that's what I was taught 
black people from other companies. They're going to steal your people, you know, because other people told me that. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, because you're novice and you don't know and they're, you know, successful. So you're like, okay, I trust you that you're going to do and say the things not always true um, that, that I should do. Right. And um, so I lived that for a long time. Oh, got to block that person. They left the company. Oh, got to do that. And it was just all fear-based mm-hmm. and that growth and abundance mindset um, there's enough for everyone is, is essential because there is, if you have that mindset, it's going to align with you. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, I just had networked with her from the other, other group and chat with her previously, but she came to me about the business. I, I don't actively go out and just come to my team, come to my company. It's great. You know, I just, yeah. the hype is not something that I enjoy about this industry because mm-hmm. it gives false hope and sets expectations at a level that are unattainable and people get disappointed faster. Mm-hmm. So. You know, again, I appreciate you being almost counterintuitive to mm-hmm. what most people say here. It's, it's really important for folks to hear these messages and to hear that. Uh, I, I want to ask you about uh, weight loss. Yeah. And the reason being is I, I don't even need to know how you did it. I don't even know. But but the, the reason, it, it, and I, I weight loss is near and dear to my heart. Anybody that knows me knows I lost 150 pounds, you know, really changed my, thank you, really ch- like literally changed my life, like changed the trajectory of my life. I would not be sitting here right now if I hadn't done it, changed everything from here to here to here to here, every part. So let's talk about what that did for you mentally. And again, I don't need to know the products you took, any of that kind of stuff, but you know, you're, you're small, you're, you're, I can tell that you're, you know, very, you're a small lady and you lost a lot of weight, which means you had a massive impact on your body, both physically and psychologically. So yeah. how has that, that massive achievement of huge weight loss affected the way you run your business and you lead your team? You know, it's an interesting question. So it is funny that you actually said no products or supplements. I actually lost 50 pounds without any supplements. Yeah. <laughs> like nothing. Me too. So, I, I didn't take anything and I lost 150 pounds. I was so adamant, like in that mindset, I was 20 years old mm-hmm. and it was like, I'm going to do this the hard way. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, okay. Um, but I was blessed with the opportunity to work with some trainers, um, Mm -hmm. that coach, uh, college football. So they taught nutrition, they taught me portion control. They taught me, you know, how to lift all the Mm -hmm. things, right. And importance of, of that. And the mindset piece is a piece that's massively overlooked because Growing up in a house with a parent that's a narcissist, when you figure that out as an adult, you realize the lack of self-worth is tied to your weight. <laughs> and yeah. um, not only that, but you know, health issues and, and all sorts of other things, what you're eating, um, the examples that you have. And mm-hmm. so that mindset really has a huge thing. So I had such a negative mindset and excuse my French, but I would be on the treadmill and I'd say, come on, fat ass, keep going. Mm-hmm. Like that's the self-talk I had at the time because yeah. that's all I knew, right? Like I didn't know like positive mindset. Mm. It was just like, keep going for us, like Ugh. whatever. And I always had, you know, pants and a hoodie on and I would show up and I would, I would walk and, and do the things. But for me, it was incredibly embarrassing because the program, my siblings are significantly younger than me. They're eight and 11 years younger. Mm-hmm. And so my, my siblings were in a athletic training program with them for soccer. And so it was basically like one kid full price, the other one half price, the third's free. So they're like, Oh, just come train with us. And of course, you know, I'm 
my brother's 12 at the time. So I'm, you know, like 20, right around there. And I'm like, I'm working out with 12 year olds. This is incredibly embarrassing. But then I was going and I was seeing the changes and I was working out five days a week, two hours a day. And I was building muscle and I was strong. And I was like, yeah, right. But the mindset piece long-term is I still felt like a fat girl for several years. I still saw myself as a fat girl because that's who I was and what I identified with, with my self-worth. Yeah. And you know, I made a post the other day about this, like who has ever told you you're too fat or you're too thin? Because my mom would be like, oh, well, you're too fat. You need to lose weight. Oh, well, you're too skinny. Now you look sick. You know, like it's never, a, <laughs> and she's extremely overweight, of course. Mm -hmm. So it's, for me, it was one of those things like, as I get older now, and as I'm knowing that that's who she is and how she is and, and working on myself on that, um, it's how do I talk to myself? Like I'm my own friend. How do I want to treat myself and shifting from, I'm not the fat girl to, wow, I can see my abs for the first time in my life. Yeah. You know, like I'm proud of myself mm -hmm. and acknowledging and respecting the things I've accomplished, not only with my weight, but also, you know, career wise too, you know, because when you are belittled and berated, it's, you can't necessarily take ownership of your successes because mm -hmm. it feels like you have to keep doing something to get validation from somebody else. And yeah. when you realize you are your own validation and you hold the power to your own things, yep. that's when it happens. That's when everything changes. And so, um, you know, I'm down another 15 pounds. Um, I, I did all that before I had kids, but you know, I've had that little fluctuation, which most people, we all do. We all do. And I always was like, Oh, I'm feeling fluffy. I got to get back into my routine. I got to, you know, do the things, mm -hmm. but burning out in my business, I, I kind of can say now it was probably the best thing for me because there was a lot of things I needed to personally work through. Mm -hmm. And in order to grow into the next level of who I want to continue to be, yeah. um, because I don't want to hustle. I don't need validation. I, and that's what I was hustling for. And I saw something on TikTok. Um, somebody said one time, like when you grow up in chaos, uh, normal seems boring. Mm, interesting. And yeah. I was like, that is so true because you're constantly in that fight or flight. But I realized now too, that I lived like that for so long that I was in adrenal fatigue. Mm -hmm. And so that time that I took for myself in the last year to help my body repair and recover I walk, I walk every day. Well, yep. As soon as we're done with this, I will go do my daily walk. Yeah. And that not only helps me mentally mm -hmm. for my mind to have a sense of peace, but also, you know, physically, because I know I need my sunshine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know that it, the, you know, the, the chemicals that are released in your brain from a walk, uh, the benefits of that, because I'm a holistic nutritionist. And, mm -hmm. and so that, that stuff is, it's all compounded, you know, yeah. over time. Yeah. I, I'm sorry that you had to be beaten down as a kid like that. And I'm sorry that that's what led you to it. Um, I, I hate hearing stories like that because it, it can be one, one way or the other. Either it can be, you know, they, they puff you up the whole time. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not here to talk about myself, but thankfully my parents puffed me up to the point of saying, it doesn't matter that you're the fat kid in school. You know, you're still amazing. You know, it's like, it, it was always, you know, it doesn't matter what your body is. You have this between your ears. And I was so appreciative of them giving me that. And you sadly enough had the opposite experience. It was, you know, almost guilted into it. But the, the caveat is it made you do the impossible mm -hmm. because when you start a massive weight loss journey, it is impossible. Everybody around you thinks it's impossible. Everybody's going to tell you it's impossible. If, if you dare to tell them that you're going to lose all this weight, they're going to tell you you're not going to do it, which, which really sinks in. And you did it. 
You yeah. did the impossible. And man, if that doesn't lead you down the right path for the rest of your life, nothing's gonna, <laughs> you know, once you get that. So, hey, um, let's talk about family for a second. We, we were joking around about the fact that you have a daughter named Emma. I just had a yeah. granddaughter named Emma, so I'm so happy. <laughs> how, how has, and again, I know there's really, you are trying to develop more balance. And it's, it's the joke that I always get, you know, there is no such thing as balance. You're either building like a maniac or hanging out with your family. There's, there's no such thing as balance. But are you feeling like you're trying to move towards more balance now that you're trying to get out of the hustle mode? Or do you still feel like, okay, it's going to be 100% business and then it's going to be kids 100% and back and forth. How has that played out since you've sort of made that paradigm shift in your mind? It's been a challenge to be 100% honest because when yeah. you have only known one way, it's hard to unlearn yeah. and relearn, right? And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, I, I spoke to a, a friend that I've met, the co-author in one of the series I'm in for books and um, at our, our business event here last month, our convention. And she was like, you know, Brandon, just take a little bit at a time, do a minimum each day, make, make your daily minimum and do that. And some days it's hard because I am homeschooling kids because I'm finishing up my functional nutrition certification because I'm doing a lot of things. Right. Um, and so that consistency, which is part of how I got to where I was is not necessarily huge things every day. It's just Mm -hmm. showing up every single day. It's not, what's the word I'm going for? It's, consistency, not intensity. Hmm. And I think that finding that it's not a balance harmony, finding the harmony, because there's no such thing as balance Mm -hmm. because like yesterday I literally drove around. I literally, it was all day long. Like I was like, bing, 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 (laughs) to go watch a rocket launch. And you know, like, so some days are just going to be crazy, but Mm -hmm. if you have those daily, like, okay, I just got to follow up with three people. I did my follow-ups yesterday with my customers. That was like my main priority of the day. Like I've got to follow up with my customers, make sure that they're doing the things. That's what I did. And Mm -hmm. so that was my bare minimum for yesterday because I knew it was going to be a crazy day. Today's yeah. my daughter's birthday. Going to be another crazy day. Tomorrow we're going to celebrate another crazy day. But I have those little minimums that I'm starting to do because mm-hmm. that that will create momentum if you continue to do the things long term, even mm-hmm. if it's a little bit some days, you still show up. Yeah. Do me a favor, and I know some folks are going to be, you know, in their car or watching this on their phone and aren't going to be able to see the show notes. How can they contact you personally? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I do several different things, but my best email <laughs> to contact me is info at rhiannonnewharth.com. And my favorite question of all, what is your six-month goal? My six-month goal, I'm actually <laughs> not related, but I'm launching my virtual um, functional nutrition practice. In the oh, next congratulations. Good so, you. Thank you. I'm really excited to be able to integrate that with the business I already have, mm-hmm. right? My network yeah. marketing business. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my next six months is really just getting that established and networking and growing that and helping more people, um, obviously with products and through other ways of means of mm-hmm. you know, functional yeah. care, um, which is why I'm with the company too that I'm with because it aligns with mm-hmm. that. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. And I, I love it when people can cross over, you know, it's like we Conchetta and I always joke about the fact that you want to incorporate the company into your business, not your business into the company. And that's what you're doing. You know, these folks are coming to you begging to be healthier. 
They are begging for your expertise. They're begging for what you've done. And you've done so much research on your company that you know exactly what the science is going to be, exactly how you're going to help them, and exactly the products they might need to avoid because yep. that's for their goal. I, I love it so much. So, Rihanna, thanks so much for being on today. This has been great. You're like, we, we've had platinum nugget after platinum nugget going off in all sorts of different di- divergences. It's been such a great show today. And, and you didn't even get any sleep. That's the best part. You got no <laughs> sleep last night, and we still had an awesome interview. How do you beat that? Thank you so much for the opportunity. It was a pleasure to be here. Uh, Thanks for being on. Have a great day today. Thank you.